Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Vivencity's podcast, Spark Moment. Today, we were we are going to be talking about glorified student culture, peer-to-peer competition, and different coping mechanisms that students can use to deal with the stress that comes with it. I am Rithvi Ranka. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hello, hello. This is Shraddha. Um, and today, we're just going to be talking about uh, this topic. So let's get started. Um, so first off, why don't we kind of talk about what we kind of define glorified student culture as and um, just how uh, and like what we know about this term? Yeah, so I think that glorified student culture really centers around a lot of the often toxic uh, aspects of academia that are there. Um and it's it's really an unfortunate thing, but I definitely think it's an important thing that we have to talk about. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, glorified student culture is completely everywhere. I think it's in our schools very clearly. Um, and I know sometimes it can be in work life too. A lot of the previous experiences that I've had and in my current job that I am doing um, for summer that has a lot of competitiveness to it. And it's always people trying to one-up one another or try to be better or be the best. And it gets to a point where I think it gets super toxic and it makes for a really unhealthy environment. So I know that's a huge part of what glorified student culture is in that realm of things. For sure. I I mean, I totally agree. I I remember in high school, um, especially like people would compete about um how how little sleep they would get the yeah, night before. Exactly. and it would, it yeah. would definitely be something to like brag about and it's it's not healthy it's not it's just like I used to people were always on my back about getting eight hours every day every night like because that's I think that's the ideal standard yeah, for I think so. maintaining being healthy and getting good sleep every night to get ready for the next day. But it was just so funny to me how it was kind of the opposite way instead of people being like, oh, I'm getting this much sleep every night and it's so good. It was like, oh, I only got five hours of sleep because I was studying for this test. And then just, oh no, I got three because I was doing this project. So it's just like that competitiveness to do something more unhealthy during school. I was just like, okay, this is really weird. Yeah, no, I feel like I see that so often. And um, it's just like, I kind of put myself down because I was like, well, I got seven hours of sleep this last night. Like, what were you guys doing up at 3am in the morning? And um, it just kind of makes yourself feel a little bad. Like I'm working hard for my classes and I'm like putting in the effort. Like, what am I supposed to be doing different? Like staying up later than um, usual? Yeah, it's um, just... Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, <laughs> go, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to mention that it's just a constant cycle. I feel like um, you're doing a lot of work and you know that you're trying your best and you're at your own pace, but you see so many other people not sleeping a lot because they're doing all this other work, like they're completing their projects and they're spending a lot of time on studying for tests. And it's just kind of like specifically in high school, I was just like, should I be staying up a lot later to complete these things or to put more effort into these things? But I think the reality is a lot of times that people forget is people are working at their own pace and their own style. Some people are, yeah, some people are staying really late because they chose to do a whole project the night before, um, as opposed to somebody who only slept like, or who actually slept the full eight hours because 
they planned out their time and they didn't finish right before it was due. So I guess it's also just a matter of perspective in that sense. For sure. And it definitely creates a lot of self-doubt because everyone has different working habits, different studying patterns, and it's no one can learn. No one person can learn exactly as someone else would. And, you know, some people focus better late at night. I'm definitely not like that. I have to get up earlier in the morning and that's totally fine. But it's definitely something to keep in mind um, when it comes to all of this um, toxic student culture. Yeah, that's definitely true. I want to like add um, my sister and I are two different, um, of course, two different human beings, but she <laughs> loves staying up till like five in the morning and she gets like all of her work done. Right. But I'm the type of person to like wake up five in the morning to get my day started or like get my work in. And it's just like we live different lives and but we still get like our work done at a timely manner. So that just goes to say that everyone everyone is pretty different. And um yeah. So um kind of moving into like how schools are involved in this and so like how have your schools or universities done things to eliminate this um, peer-to-peer competition or this student culture of like staying up or um, bragging about how much work they're doing with their peers? Yeah, um, it, it's kind of hard to feel this out because I I just went to college, so I'm still exploring the resources that they have. But in high school, um, I do remember that we didn't really have any um, rankings. I, I, I'm, I think there are some other, um, schools that have ranks, but, um, mine didn't have any. And I think that was kind of the school's attempt to, um, reduce that kind of toxic competition between people. So that was one thing my school did. And I guess it, it was helpful to, um, ease some of the stress, but I'm sure, um, there's many other things that they could have done. I know that for, I'm going to talk about my high school experience because I, I was, if you guys have listened to the previous podcast, I haven't been on campus yet for my college. Um, but for my high school, I know that we had two different mental health programs and clubs within our school that attempted, they made an attempt, there was an attempt made um, that basically pushed students to uh, try and learn about different SEL topics and life skills. And a huge part of that, especially when it came to junior year, was uh, making sure that students weren't being as competitive as they should be. Because in junior year, you've got all that college application stuff that you got to start heading through. And I know, Ritvi, that's something you just finished up with. Um, But yeah, that's basically something that they try to teach a lot of the students at my school, just because Junior year specifically is a super tough time where people are extra competitive because they know that that's they have the mindset that grades really matter at that point in their lives if they wanted to get into particular schools. So that just enhances competition and all that stuff. So we had a lot of uh, teacher directed lessons and activities to try and reduce that. But, you know, as great as it is to hear about those things, sometimes I think that there are more actionable things people can personally do to reduce competition instead of just that, you know, this is what competition looks like. Don't do that. There's more things that are available. 
Like I'm sparked. Just a little plug. <laughs> Self plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I feel like my school kind of. Um. Uh, we did have mental health clubs. They we had a lot of people that would like. Um. Every so often, they'd leave like kind notes on like the windows in our bathrooms, telling us that we're like worth it and we're um like doing well and just like keep moving forward um and then so that was like nice and all um I'm I can't really remember a specific thing that our school did to tackle mental health specifically but we would have days when like they would bring like dogs and animals to campus and the that's like during like finals time that would be like a stress reliever um and yeah, I mean, like, it was nice to see these dogs and kind of like play with them. But um, I feel like teachers kind of also like feed into this like competition, right? They kind of like, I mean, yeah, like assigning the work is one thing, but then they're like, oh, like, you're supposed to spend four or five hours on this. And like, the homework that they give you is um, like, the homework that they give and like the short notices that they do have is like a little annoying because it kind of makes you stay up late and then being a part of all these like AP classes and of course like the AP work that you have to do is never easy and so I think um, that kind of feeds into the competitiveness that you see at your schools Um, so yeah I just wish that my high school did it like something a little different to reduce this competition um but yeah like moving on um have you guys like seen your own close friends doing this sort of thing um seeing them kind of like fall into this culture around like in campus or just like um to you and like the relationships that you have for sure um and I think that uh, going back to what um, Sarah was talking about in terms of how everyone has their own coping mechanisms on how to deal with this, whether it's healthy, whether it's unhealthy. I honestly think a lot of people resort to um, a kind of like humorous coping mechanism. Yeah, like sarcasm. Exactly. humor, but <laughs> to make it funny. I don't know. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, 100%. I feel like people will just like like yeah put themselves down but then and like the other people around you are laughing so it just kind of makes you feel better somehow it's It's kind of kind of weird I mean a lot of people are feeling these same things they're they're going through like oh uh self all the self-doubt am I doing enough everyone else around me has different studying habits and that sort of stuff but yeah Yeah, I, oh my gosh, I completely agree. Like, it's like, if you get a bad grade on a test, and this happened a lot in the different friend groups that I've been a part of, it's just like, oh, like, if it was like a 54% or something like that, it would just be like, oh, I got a 54%. That's so funny. I did so bad. But like, it's all right. It would just be like this really awkward humor that people would have (laughs) to kind of, yeah, to kind of cover up whatever. Uh, But it was just, I don't know, that's, I totally agree with you. That was really interesting to kind of see in those different friendships that I've had with people, because I think that that humor is there. And I, I know that you talked about it briefly, but that humor is definitely there because of that uh, glorified student culture and all that peer-to-peer competition. 
people are experiencing during high school. Because if you can't, oh, for a lot of students, I think the way that they see it is if they can't achieve as well as their peers, the way to cover up for it is just to make a joke out of it. So it doesn't yeah. seem as bad as they think it is. For sure. For sure. It's, there's that relatability factor. And I mean, it's, it's a double-edged sword. Um, you, you don't have to feel as burdened by it if you cover it up with, with humor, but at the same time, at times it might not be as healthy because what you're really feeling inside is like, um, not up to par as, um, your, your peers. Yeah. Kind of adding on, like, I do agree. I feel like once you, it's like kind of the thing, like once you get it off your chest, you don't feel as bad about it. And then just making it, making other people laugh about your own problems kind of relieves the pain almost. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah. yeah. Especially cause you're around people that, and when you do these kind of jokes, you usually tell those kind of, if you do tell scores and I actually have a recommendation against this. Um, if you're telling your scores to other people, usually it's your close friends or people that you're around a lot. And just being part of those kind of groups uh, and saying that and being comfortable with saying it. I also think it, it's a little bit telling of what kind of friends you do have and what kind of groups you're in. For sure. Yeah. For just sure. because if it's, if you're, if you're acting like that, it's a little concerning just because you're the people you're around are probably super competitive or at a level that you think that you should be at, even if, even though it's okay that you're not at the same you're not never at the same place as your peers or basically anyone around you. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to give my two cents there about that connecting with friendships too. Yeah. Um, I feel like the thing is sometimes I feel like even with friends, they'll like people that you think that you're close with sometimes they don't even like to share what they're doing. Like it's almost like they're hiding things um for example like extracurriculars like I feel like extracurriculars is such a huge thing that is a part of like a high school student right you're doing all these things um but like a lot of times your friends don't really tell each other what they're doing it's like almost like I can't tell you because you might beat me in the race of college right mm -hmm. and it's like kind of annoying when you're like you, you're talking to someone else and they're like oh yeah this person's doing this and I was I'm like I'm your friend like I thought I was supposed to know things like this yeah but it's just it's annoying I feel like but that's also what the culture is like and something that you kind of have to get used to um and because this happens you also don't want to share what you're doing so it's kind of like a two-way street there okay so moving on um what is a way that we can kind of move away from the competitive nature that we see in our schools and our work environments or just places that we go and how can we focus on ourselves and our personal growth rather than having to worry about the people around us? I think something super important, and we just talked about this as well, is knowing that the people, not knowing, choosing a good group to be around and that group not enhancing that competitiveness culture, I think really good friends of yours are going to be people who are supportive no matter what kind of stage in life you are at. So I think that's something super important going forward, just surrounding yourselves with the right people and then knowing that everybody is at a different level. Um, there's a quote that I'm thinking of that I can't 
completely say right now because I'm not remembering it off the top of my head. But it's something about everyone being, oh, I got it. And this quote is, don't be jealous or don't be feeling super competitive over somebody who is at like stage five of their life if you're still at stage two and you're going to get to stage five. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Quotes are great. But Yeah. (laughs) yeah, that's something that I thoroughly believe in. For sure. And also, I mean, once you once you get to college and just beyond, everyone is headed towards their own goals in life. That sounds really dramatic, but everyone <laughs> has their own priorities. And that's really important to keep in mind. And I think as students, we sometimes it's it's hard to see the big picture. Um, but understanding that, like you said, everyone's going at their own pace. And it's just really important to know yourself, know your own limits, what you're capable of. And that's pretty much all that's important, you know? Yeah, I feel like you're your own person and kind of just worrying about yourself. And yeah, you'll have these people telling you that like they're doing things differently. But just know, as Sarah said, that they they might be on stage five and you're still going to get there. But it may take a little longer, may be faster than the next person. but yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this segment on glorified student culture and competition between peers. If you guys want to see more from us, please check out our Instagram at VivensityINC or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Vivensity. You can learn more about us on our website, www.vivensity.com. And we hope to see you guys here again soon. Thank you so much and have a great day.